Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hey, everybody, and welcome to this episode of Believe in Sparks on the Believe Podcast Network. I'm Stacey Pates. We're going to hear from Sydney Weiss on this episode today. We're continuing our mission of a new normal in terms of interviewing players post-practice, post-game, pre-game. So on this post-practice edition, we have Derek Fisher, our very own Sydney Weiss, Simone Augustus, Marie Gulich, and Taya Cooper. We'll be guided, of course, by Eli Horowitz, Director of Communications and Public Relations for the LA Sparks, and special thanks as always to Natalie Gilmore, the Coordinator for Public Relations and Communications. Please subscribe and rate the show on iTunes, and don't forget we're available on your favorite directories, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, iHeart, and TuneIn. You can find us at Believe.com and at Believe Podcasts. Let's get into it. All right, welcome everyone. We'll start with questions for Coach Fisher. We will start with Pavi with H&B Media. A lot has been made about, you know, maybe some of the quote unquote disadvantages of, you know, being in the uh, bubble situation. But uh, for you, do you assume there being or can you foresee there being any advantages to everybody being in one concentrated area? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I do think that and, and I believe that uh, some other coaches have spoken to this as well. Um, it's hard to explain how difficult the travel is on on teams over the course of a season. Uh, the, the amount of travel and time zone changes and, um, you know, being all on and off of the airplanes for athletes that are, you know, breaking their bodies down every day, essentially. Um, the inflammation levels and, and just the discomfort, uh, not in terms of being fortunate enough to travel for your job, but the real impacts of, of playing basketball. Um, so I think some of the, the limitations in travel and being in one place, being in one time zone for an entire season, uh, you know, there's science that proves uh, that that's better. Uh, and so hopefully, uh, you know, all teams uh, for the benefit of the league can find ways to take advantage of the fact that we're all going to be on an even playing field in terms of being in one time zone, being in the same place. And hopefully as everybody finds their rhythm, it'll, it'll lead to better basketball than teams showing up on the road back to backs or, you know, having to fly from L.A. to New York and play an 11 o'clock Eastern game one day later, uh, that doesn't always benefit the fans that are watching those games. Uh, so so hopefully there'll be some advantages for everybody. Michelle Vopel, ESPN. Coach Fisher, we talked to you earlier um, before the bubble about Simone and what she brought to the team. Can you talk about now, especially in these you know, different circumstances, how a player that has so much experience uh, and is a leader, how, how does she impact you guys? Um, honestly, Michelle, I had no idea how much she would impact us in terms of her personality and who she is um, as a woman. Like, obviously, her resume and the things that she's capable of doing on the court, uh, you know, we have plans for those things. We, we're going to find a way to try and help her be successful and, and our team uh, be successful, you know, when she's on the court. But um, I had no idea she was as funny as she is. <laughs> uh, and some of the moments that uh, where she's just kind of cracking everybody up and bringing a level of brevity and lightness to uh, sometimes what can feel mundane, right? When you're coming to practice and workouts and shooting and practicing every day, uh, it starts to feel the same. And Simone is, is amazing at breaking that up and giving us all reasons 
to feel like the game is supposed to be fun. Uh, every time she walks in, you know, there's there's a light about her that I think has positively impacted our group. And, you know, it reminds me of what Shaq used to offer for the, our teams my first eight years in L.A. Uh, Shaq was one of the most dominant, most accomplished players on the court. But his sense of humor and the fact that he always wanted to find a way to bring a laugh or joy to everybody, um, that helped us to fight the pressure sometimes that great teams, you know, have to battle. So that's really what caught me by surprise. I The first few times I met Simone, she may have said two words. And then since we've been here, uh, the real Simone has, has arrived and it's been fun to be around her every day. We'll go to Miriam Swanson with the LA Daily News. Hey, so uh, just kind of a safety precaution question for the for about the wobble. Um, uh, Brittany Sykes mentioned that like you guys are they're not supposed to hug each other, and Chelsea mentioned that you guys are all kind of staying in and being careful that way. You mentioned um, potential social distancing during games. Like, what 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 all are you guys doing, sort of in that, in that regard, to kind of be safe, especially with numbers spiking there in Florida? Yeah, I mean we're we're really trying to you know be the leader in, in that regard in terms of our team and our players, our coaches trying to adhere to the protocols and guidelines. Uh, honestly, other than being on the court, like during practice, uh, we're limiting any other major physical contact. You know, we have our masks on. Uh, any other time we see each other in the hotel um, or moving around the campus, everybody has their masks on. Um, you know, we're elbow bumping and, and, and fist bumping from the distance. Uh, no, no real hugs and handshakes, um, and just trying to respect the fact that you know this is this is real, uh, and so that's what the experience has been like. You know, we have our temperature taken uh, when we're when we're walking in the gym every day. Uh, we have to take our temperature every morning and submit that information into uh, the medical folks. Uh, so there's a real active process in making sure that everybody's staying healthy. Uh, we've been doing COVID testing every day. Uh, and just trying to make sure we're doing everything that we can, uh, that we can control to keep our players, you know, safe and healthy. And that's something that we can't let up on. There, there is no time to become complacent in that area. Um, and we feel like we can utilize the, the discipline it's going to take to stay safe and healthy due to COVID um, is the discipline that you need to be great at anything, right? So if we want to be great at being safe and healthy, we have to pay attention to the details and do them the right way. If we want to be great at basketball as a team, we have to pay attention to the details and do things the right way. Uh, so we're just trying to do our part and, and protect everybody here. We'll go over to Pavi with HMB Media. This being your second year in the league, second year with the uh, Sparks, um, when you analyze, um, you know, how uh, last season went, what were some things that when you got to the offseason that you wanted to become better at um, as a coach for this year? Yeah, I think uh, for me, you know, as, as a coach, uh, I think continuing to understand uh, the game here at the W, um, teams, tendencies, personnel, et cetera. Um, but I think more important than that, uh, the relationships within our own team and organization, uh, I think that's really the only thing that limited us from excelling at a higher level last season. Um, and that's the effort that uh, in the offseason – uh, I think has been made and will continue to be made uh, is developing true, genuine connection and relationship with our players, our staff, uh, the folks that run our organization, 
uh, so that we really do feel like a family and that we're all in this uh, working and going in the same direction. Uh, and, and that's an important piece. The, the great companies, organizations, teams, uh, that's what you see. There's a shared vision, there's an alignment in, in, in the culture and the way you wanna do things. Uh, and so for me, from year one to year two, uh, doubling down on who we are in our culture and the type of people we wanna be, uh, and the performance will kind of follow those things. And um, so I think, I think we're a much better team already just because of our relationships being stronger. Uh, to me with the LA Times. Hey coach, I guess this is a simple question, especially to end on, but you were talking about the unorthodox preparation. Let's call it unorthodox preparation of the season. So now that you have a few days of practice, just how does this team look physically knowing that yesterday they set the schedule and you guys have to start playing games in 11 days? Yeah, no, I think that, you know, like I said yesterday, maybe day before, you know, we're behind just like everybody is, I think, physically. Um, but we're starting to catch up a little bit this week. Uh, you know, we, we've been really intentional about our start here uh, in terms of how long we're practicing, uh, the things we're doing in practice, um, really to give our players a chance uh, for their minds, their bodies, their spirits to be fully present here um, and, and to build themselves up. Uh, you can't just pick up and start playing elite level basketball after being off for several months. And so um, I think we're in a good place, but obviously the goal is to, to get to a great place. Uh, so there's still a gap there that we'll have to fill, uh, but we have to be smart about it. Um, the first week of the season, we play four games from Saturday to Saturday. Uh, so as much as we want to get after it and push ourselves uh, to catch up, you don't want to do that. That starts you at a deficit. And by the time you get to the end of the first week, you know, you, you don't have any bodies left to throw out there. Uh, so we'll figure it out, though. We're all in this together. Um, every team's facing a lot of the same things, and so we can't complain at all. And uh, if we want to be the best, we'll have to figure it out. <laughs> all right. Questions for Sydney Weiss. We'll start with Gabe Ibrahim with uh, Windsider. Hey, Sydney. Glad to see you're in a good mood. Um, I was wondering, you know, do you see everyone being in the same place as an advantage in terms of like when there's a losing streak, is that going to be a good or, or bad thing when things are not going well? Um, I mean, I think what I love about this environment is it's really simplified. So we wake up, we take care of our bodies, we practice, we play basketball, we eat. So it's like we eat, we eat, breathe, sleep, basketball. And so for each team that's here, um, we're all finding our rhythm, getting back into the rhythm of practicing, getting prepared for a season. Uh, but what I love is it's pretty simple. You just got to show up and do your job, um, take care of yourself. And that's the way it is across the league. Over to Stacy Pates. I know that you personally thrive in structure, understanding that nothing is perfect. The situation is not ideal as we all knew going in and people are doing their very, very best to make it uh, run as smoothly as possible. What are some of your other personal experiences of, of being in the Wubble? I've actually really enjoyed it. I think because of the structure, because of how simplified it's become, there's no distractions. And we, 
we started out here by acknowledging the fact that we have to be able to adjust on the fly. Things are going to come up. Things are going to be rescheduled. And so being understanding and having grace with the league, with our team and making the most of any opportunity that we have together, uh, but also be, keeping in mind that the reason why we're here is because of the pandemic that is still going on. And so making sure that we follow that protocol, focusing on health and safety, taking care of ourselves, um, and then enjoying the environment. I think the league has really done an awesome job taking care of us. Um, they've done above and beyond to make us feel comfortable, to make us feel safe. And so I really do appreciate the effort that they've put into this, that our union has put into getting these negotiations in this league this season happening. I mean, for it to even be happening is, is a blessing within itself. And so now, now that we're here, we just have to make the most of it, embrace it, uh, roll with the waves that are presented to us. And, you know, we get to play basketball. We get to be united in this front um, as an organization and as a league. And so I think it's pretty cool for us to do that right now. Go over to Danielle McCartan with WAFN in New York. Hi, Sydney. Um, you know, you're talking about how much you love this environment. We've heard good and bad things both about it. But you think that maybe this could be an initiative for the future? Not everybody all in one location in the country, but maybe an L.A. Sparks wobble and a New York Liberty wobble, et cetera? Well, I think... What's missing is our, our fans. That's what makes the game so special. Um, you know, I talk about things being simplified, but that's because of what's been presented to us right now. Ideally, it would be nice to be able to play um, in our home environments, in our the away arenas. Uh, we want to, we want fans to be able to be present, to be engaged, to have that environment, to, to have that noise, to have that, that fire behind us. And so I know that's one thing that I'm going to be missing this season. Um, I, I appreciate that we even have the opportunity to play, uh, but I, I would love to, I can't wait to get back to Staples next season. Um, and I'm sure the, the rest of the teams feel the same way to get back to their home base. Erica Ayala. Outside of basketball, what is has been brought to the Wubble is obviously uh, the Social Justice Council and lots of conversations that have happened in the league for years. I would like to ask, though, what would you like to be able to engage in personally when it comes to those conversations? Um, and what do you hope to bring to those conversations that will be ongoing this season? I think what you said is perfect. I want to have conversations. I want to ask a lot of questions. I want to listen. Um, and that's what I'm here to do. I brought a lot of books that I plan on reading this summer. And I know this first week has been um, getting adjusted to this environment, um, getting our feet underneath us, um, understanding what the schedule is, how it works. And so, uh, but I want to be more intentional in making time to educate myself um, and asking a lot of questions to my teammates or to anybody and to hear their perspectives and to hear their stories. And so it's really cool to have that opportunity. Uh, but I also want to keep in mind that um, I want to respect people as well. I want to learn and do what I have to do and educate myself. Um, and I'm thankful that I have a lot of resources at my disposal, whether it's social media, Instagram has been um, amazing to teach me some things and Twitter as well. Uh, but I've just been trying to be a lot more intentional with what I am feeding myself and what I'm seeing and um, trying to keep an open mind to how I can be better. Um, and so really being active in uh, seeking conversations and keeping an open heart, open mind. And um, I'm, I'm always open to learning um, about people and hearing their stories. I love that opportunity. We'll go to Megan Hines with the Swab Report. Hi, Sydney. Um, I just wanted to ask, since you've been recovered from COVID, how have you been feeling physically um, ever since that and how you've been working towards being more prepared for the season? 
Yeah, I was fortunate because my case was mild. And so even when I had the virus, um, I was working out before I got tested. And so then once I heard I tested positive, I tried to make sure that I fully recovered. Uh, I didn't want anything to be lingering. And so um, I, I stayed mindful of how I felt. And if I felt tired, I was like, you know what, let me just take the day off and not try and push myself. There's no point. Uh, but ever since I fully recovered, got my negative test, I've been able to ease back into conditioning, um, working out, doing a lot of yoga. Um, when I was at home waiting to hear about season, um, I actually took a lot of time off from playing basketball just to move um, and work on different muscles within my body because when you're in basketball you're pounding on the same muscles pretty frequently and so that was pretty beneficial for me to sort of be learn how to be fit as a person and as an athlete going towards another season and so um, since I was able to get past um, the virus I've felt really good um, I'm, I'm thankful most for the, for my parents, they didn't, they didn't get the virus. I wasn't, I don't, as far as I know, I didn't give anybody the virus. And so that was my biggest concern. Um, I felt good the whole time and I feel, I don't feel anything um, since that happened a couple months ago. So I'm very grateful. Hey, Simone. All right. We'll start with Michelle Vopel with ESPN. Um, hi, Simone. You know, we talked to you earlier this year just about what this was going to be like, and, and you could never have imagined back in February what, what it would be like. But what's it been like for you to, to change teams like this but do it in this setting, and, um, and how do you feel like your leadership skills are helping with that? Um, it's been great. Uh, my teammates have been amazing just helping me, um, you know, kind of get acclimated to L.A., L.A. style of play terminology, you know, different lingos that they use, um, just helping me get into a comfort zone here. Um, like you said, I never imagined, you know, in Fe February that I would be here, but, you know, now being here feels, you know, like home, uh, having a coach like Fish, who's basically like a player's coach. He's been in my position before, you know, as a player that played in his older age and knowing how to take care of his body and what needs to happen. Um, so it's been great as far as the setting, it's also been, you know, kind of good for me. It feels kind of like overseas. You kind, you you have to be at home a lot. It's almost like quarantining. So you spend a lot more time with your teammates. You get to know them a little bit more. You have cookouts. You do things like that. So that helps with the the team chemistry, you know, in this in the setting. And then as far as like um, you say practices and stuff like that, it's real quick. You get in, get out. Uh, but in that time, it's really intense and you're really focused in on what you have have to do because we only have, what, 12 days before the first game. And we've been off for three months. So it's it's a lot to learn in a little bit of time. And, um, you know, that's where the leadership kicks in for myself, Candace, NECA players that have been, you know, in situations that um, that have, have been uh, needed for this time. So uh, it's been great. John W. Davis, Windsider. Hi, Simone. I'd like to kind of go a little bit more into that question. Um, has there been a moment yet inside this bubble, this wobble, when you just like really realized that like, yo, I play for the Sparks now? Probably, I mean, I think it was before, like when we got to, um, what was it, Chatsworth prior to getting here. And we got to LA when the plane parked, I was like, I'm actually like, I'm in LA, um, you know, fans, friends, everyone around has been like, yo, like a lot of people are still processing that I play for the Sparks. And, you know, just hearing that, like people hit me up like, man, I forgot that you play for the Sparks. Yo, this is crazy. So just kind of getting those uh, few days of work or that week or two of work in and Chatsworth really like helped me settle into new team, new me, new everything. So um, it's been cool. I will go over to Charles 
common with the Minnesota spokesman? Biggest question, what have not been asked of you about your being on your new team? I know you've been asked so many questions, but what you haven't been asked about being on your new team and what has been your biggest adjustment that you have to make being on a second team that you haven't been on before? Um, for me, the hardest thing was just how people view me. Like, I don't see myself how other other people see, you know, they like the goat and all this kind of stuff. I don't see myself as that. And so when, when like, you know, lately when people deal with me, it's like they deal with me in that way. Like, ah, oh, they put me up here and I'm like, nah, when you coach me, coach me as a teammate, when you talk to me, talk to me as, as if you're talking to, you know, a rookie, second year player, third year player, like I'm trying to get better just like everyone else. I'm in a new situation with a new opportunity and um, you know, I just want to embrace that that situation. So it's mainly just the way people communicate because they give so much respect and it's much appreciated. But at the same time, I'm here and I have a purpose and I want to make sure that we all, you know, align with that. You're not putting too much respect on it as far as, you know, allowing me to slip up and not being able to give what I can give to this team. We'll go to um, Miriam Swanson. Hey, so I, I appreciate you wearing the mask. <laughs> That's kind of my question. I was wondering um, what you, what's the precautions being taken there? Because obviously, I mean, uh, Fisher mentioned that you guys are all taking it very seriously. Um, and obviously cases are rising in Florida. So how safe do you feel and what are you guys doing, you know, precaution wise? I mean, as safe as we can feel, I, I know a lot of people are worried as far as like being in Florida, the cases are rising and things like that. But as far as being on campus, um, you know, they are taking whatever protocols that they have from the tram rides. Every tram ride is what every 20 minutes. The, the drivers of the rides are wiping them down. The hotel is intact. I know early on the girls were posting videos and pictures of stuff. Like that has, you know, those are new things. This is unknown, uncharted territory for a lot of people. So you got to give us a chance, you know, give the league a chance to kind of clean some of those things up. And from my perspective, they've done a great job of making sure the laundry room that everyone has seen on social media, wherever has been redone and has, you know, been reworked out everything else as far as like uh, sanitizing, hand wipes, uh, making sure people are quarantined inside at a certain time. Those things are in, in place. Uh, we get deep cleaning in our rooms every two or three days to make sure that, you know, the, the bed bugs and every other thing that, that was going on prior to is taken care of. So the league has really stepped up and made sure that the players are, are as safe as they can be or feel as safe as they can, you know, in this situation. And then obviously in practice, we wear the coaches wear gloves, sometimes masks. The players obviously can't perform and play, you know, wear masks and all of that. But when we're off the court, like right now, we make sure we have our mask on, make sure we have sanitizer with us at all times as we go around each facility or whatever. So even right now, the practice courts are getting clean. We just got off. So it's like an hour between each each segment before the next team gets on. They're cleaning up the, the floors as we speak. So they've done a wonderful job um, of making up for the initial arrival uh, things that we had, like the run-ins that we had, they've done a great job of making sure we're where we need to be. Hi, Marie. Yeah, so, I mean, obviously, you're new to this organization, and, and you've got Sydney, who's, I'm sure, filled you in quite a bit, but um, just kind of what what have you learned about the Sparks culture so far? What's what's the feel of the team, and what are you, what are you learning that's maybe different from other programs you've been with? I feel like it's just a very caring program. They really care about us as athletes and um, the way we feel. I feel like this entire situation right now is very unique um, with the bubble going on, but also with the pandemic and the social movements. So um, just them listening to us and hearing us, like I think we as players really feel 
hurt within the organization. So um, I think that's one of the biggest thing I've, things I've noticed as, an, as a player that I've just been hurt and listened to. And um, I haven't really been around the team that much yet. So uh, I can't say that much, but um, I always felt like the communication, communication was great. Everyone always reached out and make sure that everyone is doing good and that I'm doing good, even like when I'm quarantining. I always felt very welcomed, even though I didn't have like the eye to eye conversation. Hi, Marie. It's Hugh Hopkins of Double Clutch in the UK. Uh, nice to see you. Um, how I, you, you've joined a team with probably really high expectations. Um, and I wanted to hear your thoughts on what is there much pressure for you coming into this team and, and playing uh, along alongside the likes of, uh, well, well, the, the, the cast of teammates that you've got there, which, um, which, you know, is like all-star level worthy starting five almost. I wouldn't say it's pressure. I think it takes a pressure away to have teammates like that. I mean, um, they're amazing people like even on the court, like I watch them play and they have so much poise and quietness to their game. Like you just see how they move and they just know what they're doing. So um, I'm excited to like learn from them and just like get inside and they've been through so many highs and lows through their careers. So, and I'm just in the beginning of it. So um, I'm really excited to just like have communication with them and have conversations about growth and learning. And then off the court, they're inspiring people as well. Like um, just on Zoom calls when we talk about different subjects and um, just um, being mentally healthy and their insight is so helpful. So um, I wouldn't say it puts pressure on me. I think it's more inspiring and it's um, support, like having such a big group of like inspiring, talented and um, people that takes the pressure off rather than putting the pressure on because you know you have people who just show up every day. Thank you. We'll go over to Holly Rowe with ESPN. I uh, just wanted to get a base kind of understanding for everybody. Um, so forgive me if this is a repetitive question, but what were where were you when the kind of pandemic and everything shut down? What did you do during it um, mentally and physically? And then what has been your kind of reintroduction to the U.S. and to the Sparks? Um, I played in Poland in Gdynia. And um, so our season got basically ended right before playoffs. So I flew back home to Germany. And um, I quarantined in Germany for from March to June. And I basically, so I couldn't go play basketball or do anything. It was basically the same as here. Everything shut down and there weren't really possibilities to really work out. It was all home workouts. And um, I haven't really had a day off. So like the first couple of weeks I really took off and I really thought about what do I want to achieve in this time. Um, and I focused on my nutrition and on um, my mental health. I started working with a basketball mental coach just to like work on a few things just mentally wise, just um, getting mental reps and preparing mentally for a season rather than physically. And I changed my nutrition, just um, changed my routines and just tried to get my body, like tried to get to know myself and my body a little bit better. I really used that time to just like, um, take some time off of basketball physically, but not mentally. So I tried to like prepare mentally for um, a season. Go over to Max Hot with uh, German DPA. Um, I was wondering if you can tell any similarities or differences to what the German Basketball Bundesliga did with their tournament on how you guys are set up now. 
I haven't really followed um, the Germ like the Bundesliga in Germany. So like I'm I'm assuming it was the same idea of like just staying in a hotel and then commuting to the gym to play. I feel like this entire concept in the US is a little bit bigger and a little bit more expanded. We actually have like an entire campus for ourselves. We can be outside. Um, uh, I I think we're growing into this experience right now as an entire organization. I think they're just like, it's just like learning as we go, what we need and what we need to change. But as of right now, I think the league and the WMBPA did an amazing job just organizing everything and making sure that everyone feels comfortable and that health and security is like a main priority. Hey, I just wanted to kind of follow up on what you said about getting together with your mental conditioning coach and, and someone to help you with your mental health, because that's such a great topic right now in our country. Um, can you give me some examples, whatever you're comfortable sharing, but things you really wanted to dig into and work on that you're taking with you into this season? Um, I think what I've struggled the most with um, during the time where we didn't even know if a season was happening was um, working out with purpose. And I found it hard to like, just be at home and like be in my living room working out. I, I had a hard time finding motivation and just um, figuring out like, what, what is my goal here? Like, and whereas I, I didn't really have a time frame, So I was like, okay, when do I really start working out like at a certain level and at what level do I have to be? And um, I think what we figured out is that um, I didn't really need a time frame, and I didn't really need, um, to work towards a season, I just needed to like work for myself. So um, everything I did during that time working out wise, just, I just needed to figure out like, okay, like what do I want to get better at? And um, I just had to focus more on myself rather than like looking at like, okay, when does the season start? Because that actually stressed me out more than anything else because there was no time frame, no end goal. Um, so yeah, I, I think I've just focused on like doing things for more for myself and for my benefit and uh, rather than like looking at a time frame and looking at when do I have to be ready. Thanks. Um, yeah, I was wondering, uh, do you know Satu Savali? Um, have you guys met yet? And what do you think, how important is it that there's somebody that's getting as much as attention as she does now for German basketball in general and German women's basketball? Yeah, um, obviously, I know Satu, we play together for the national team, and um, I haven't met her yet. I'm still quarantining in the, so I'm in the bubble now, but I'm still in quarantine, so I can't, I haven't really been out, and um, because I've, I got laid here a little bit, um, so I haven't really met her yet, but for, in perspective of, like, for German basketball, and for just the basketball co community in Germany, I think Satu is um, really, really important just for us to like grow as a woman basketball association in Germany, just um, to have that figure and to have somebody who speaks so loudly and um, proudly about her opinion and her what she stands for. And um, she's doing an amazing job and I support her and I have her back in every, every single way. So I really think that um, just her presence in Germany as a basketball player is really, really important. All right, we're going to get started. Questions for Taya Cooper. Again, we'll go over to Miriam Swanson with the LA Daily News. You being being on a team with with some you know pretty big names in women's basketball. What what are you learning from some of these ladies? And I guess specifically, what have you picked up so far from Candace Parker? Um, 
Well, I'm on a team full of phenomenal vets. So um, not only just Candace, just everybody on the team is just so efficient and um, real particular with everything that they do. So just even from warm-ups and them coming an hour early and getting their bodies prepared to practice to everything being on point and efficient in practice, I mean, I've learned a lot. Cameron Buford, what's good in sports? As WNBA remains on the forefront of sending positive messages that impact society, as a black woman in professional sports, what would be your message you'd like to send to the youth of America and the world for that matter? Just keep going, you know, you never lose until you quit. So just keep fighting for everything that we're fighting for and just, just keep going, just stay consistent and, you know, hopefully change will happen if we keep going. Uh, Chris Camello, Nightfall Media. Yeah, uh, Taya, well, uh, obviously, uh, congrats on uh, making it to the Sparks already this season. Um, obviously, this team has got high expectations. And with Christy Tolliver, longtime veteran, former WA, uh, WNBA champion, um, uh, sitting out this season, how do you feel like this is your opportunity to try to step in and show, even as a rookie, what you can do uh, at the WNBA level and for, and for a team that has championship aspirations? Um, you know, really, I'm excited just to be here and just to be around them. So just giving all my energy to them and pouring into them um, is going to help me. So just really being a part and enjoying my teammates and the situation that I'm in, that's all I really want to do. And um, that's what I'm going to take from this experience and just being selfless, really. Sabrina Merchant, SB Nation. I'm curious what the relationship has been like with Derek Fisher so far, because he's another point guard and he had a really long career, you know, professionally. What has that give and take been like for you so far? He's awesome. Um, we've had individual workouts um, for a couple hours. So I spent a lot of time with him on, you know, the reads that he wants, um, what I should be looking for, just being a point guard or just being a guard period in the league and, um, shots that you're going to get, stuff that they're probably going to stop, filling the defense and what passes to make. So he's he's a great person off the court and on the court. So being able to talk to him is real natural. It's real normal. It just feels comfortable. Hi, Tay. Uh, Hugh Hopkins hey. from the UK. Good to see you. Um, as uh, sort of spoke loosely about it earlier, uh, but as, as one of the younger players coming in, um, I, I guess I wanted to know what your first uh, experiences were um, seeing professionals, uh, you know, in training compared to like, you know, your, your college days. And uh, yeah, what, what, what is it like seeing players like Candace Parker, especially, um, you know, and going up against them? Um, well, when I was at Tennessee, Candace would come and play with us. So um, I was kind of used to seeing Candace, but um, I think NECA and Simone and um, Pratt and, Bebe and all them, um, they've been new to me. So um, just seeing their energy and their communication and how helpful they are and um, energized they are every day, I think um, has been very um, fun to watch and be a part of. Uh, John W. Davis with Windsider. Can you kind of talk to me about uh, telling your own story? I, I know that you're active on IG and YouTube, kind of talk to me about telling your own story in the Wubble and some of the different things that you that you're doing. Um, really, it's not as bad as it may seem to some people. Um, I mean, yeah, we get tested um, a lot, but I mean that's just for safety purposes. But other than that, everybody's here. We're all working. Um, 
we get to eat, we get to chill, there's a pool. It's kind of like a vacation with basketball. So um, that's my experience. Um, I brought some of my favorite shoes. Uh, we get to get dressed up. I mean, there's not really much to do, so I enjoy that. Um, and I get to eat what I want. So I'm pretty having an easy experience at the bubble. Thanks for hanging out with us on this episode of Believe in Sparks on the Believe Podcast Network. Follow everything Sydney's up to on uh, Instagram and Twitter at SweetsBaby24. And you can catch up with me on Instagram and Twitter as well at Stacey Pates. Don't forget to follow us, like us, share this with everybody. It's going to be a great WNBA season. We're getting closer to that 22-game schedule for this season coming to you from IMG Academy in Bradenton, Florida. For Sydney Weiss, I'm Stacey Pates. We look forward to having you back next week. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.